When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with PlushCare. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at plushcare.com slash weight loss. That's plushcare.com slash weight loss. plushcare.com slash weight loss. The Opinion Line on Cork's 96FM. Never issued instructions yesterday about children. Effectively, children are to have no play dates and to be grounded for the next two weeks. That is that is the recommendation of Neffet. That there be no play dates, no pantos, no nativities, no concerts for the next two weeks to try to slow the movement of Delta in the community. Uh, they shouldn't go to birthday parties, nativity plays, communions, sleepovers or indoor play dates while the latest surge continues. Also, Neffet recommends that children over the age of nine should be wearing masks on the bus and in the shop. And from third class upwards in primary school, children should be wearing masks. And that should remain the case until at least mid-February. That's Neffet's letter to Minister Stephen Donnelly. Now, it hasn't happened yet, but next week, yeah, next week, when the Cabinet meets these things could become the way to go, as it were. Also, it's been announced yesterday that the vaccination of 5 to 11-year-olds can begin. European Medicines Agency has approved it. NIAC will approve it now. And it's supposed to start after Christmas, the vaccination of 5 to 11-year-olds. Let's bring in uh, Laura Erskine um, with Baby Doc Club. Uh, Laura, a lot to take in for parents this morning. Forget about what's happening happening in Africa. Let's look, focus on our own doorstep. A lot to take in. Good morning. Good morning. Yes, there certainly is. Uh, between the recommendations to uh, to limit our, our um, social interactions for younger children over the next two weeks, the mask wearing, the vaccinations, parents certainly have, have a lot to digest um, over the coming days. Uh, and it couldn't be a better time than actually looking at all of this information with the toy show being aired tonight. I think underlining that we all want a safe Christmas whereby we can see our family and our friends um, is the priority for most parents. So, you know, taking on board some of these recommendations by the government would be a good idea to help us all achieve that, particularly when it comes to limiting our social interactions outside of school um, over the next two weeks to try and stem the the transmission of the Delta variant amongst primary school children, where we know that there's, you know, already 10,000 cases in the last two weeks. Mm. Then we've got a further 15,000 kids isolating just because they've been in close contact. You know, uh, it's it's 
very significant. And when you compare that then to secondary schools where the numbers are far lower, we can see that mask wearing is obviously working because the secondary school students have been wearing their masks since they returned to school in September and the primary school students haven't. So the new recommendation for children from third to sixth class to wear masks in school is a good idea. We know it works. It's been recommended by the WHO and we're seeing it working in our secondary school population. So it makes sense that children who can understand and wear masks properly should be wearing them. And they are those students in the third to sixth class of primary schools. Listening to the response from parents on the various news programmes last night and this morning, a lot of parents will be uneasy about putting a mask on a third class child. There's a lot of nonsense out there about psychology and damage and all this kind of thing. But you reckon, look, they'll get used to it. They're resilient little little, little beasts. They'll get used to it. Exactly. They are. They really are resilient. They're well used to seeing people wearing masks. Some of them have even worn them on aeroplanes over the summer when they went traveling with their families because that was a requirement at that time, depending on the country that they were visiting. You know, France have been getting children um, over five to wear masks since uh, before the summer uh, they they had the children wearing school in schools wearing them over there too so you know it's not unusual some children are choosing to wear masks where they have had a cold and they don't want to to transmit it or where they've a vulnerable member in their family and they've opted to wear masks to be extra precaution uh, for for their own you know, immediate circle. And children are, you know, at that age, they understand the importance of it. They want Christmas just as much as every other child. And they also follow what their peers do. So, you know, if, if most children in their class are wearing masks, they won't want to be the ones who are the odd ones out. They will want to to wear the masks too. What will be important is that they wear them correctly. So that means taking them on and off using the ear loops rather than handling the main part of the mask. Because we don't want to be wearing masks just to, to tick a box. We want them to be effective. Yeah. Um, and, and they do need to be wearing, you know, if they're going to be wearing them in school um, over a prolonged period of time, just taking them off at, at break times uh, when they're out in the fresh air, then they need to be breathable. So some of the ones that are available to buy in some of the, the uh, department stores that aren't the disposable ones, they may not be the easiest to breathe through. They may yeah. be made from, you know, man-made materials. Um, and so actually the disposable ones are the ones that have the three layers that are the easiest to wear and to breathe within. Mm-hmm. And, and actually they come in a, a, a child size. So it would be helpful if the government could provide those to primary schools. And that way we don't need to be worrying about whether a child has washed it properly, whether a child can breathe through it properly. Mm-hmm. And if those disposable masks in, an, in a, an appropriate size were provided to schools where they could take a new one every single morning going into the classroom, mm-hmm. then I think it would really help and uh, also to, to mitigate. It would ease the expense for parents of having to buy them. Absolutely. And you don't want that to be, you know, uh, a challenging factor for parents in terms of taking this on board. And we must remember that children also take their cues from their parents. So much like if a if a parent is nervous about going to the dentist, they can pass that um, anxiety onto their children. So parents need to be positive about the mask wearing. Uh, children are well used to seeing it within their own um, within their own communities, lots of children wearing masks already, lots of adults wearing masks, teenagers, and they just need to get behind it and the children will take their cue from that. Yeah. 
I know that through uh, Baby Doc Club, you get a good sense of what the feeling is. What is the feeling among parents up and down the country, Laura? The ones that you can see are the ones that you interact with about the latest developments, do you think? Uh, overall, I think parents are relieved that something is being done. We've seen the the cases rising dramatically over the last four weeks and, and everyone's been sort of waiting for an announcement from the government that they're going to try and get a handle on this. Nobody wants Christmas to be cancelled. Uh, we've had too, too much hardship uh, when it comes to, to children and their social activities being, you know, hindered because of, of COVID and, and indeed family holidays and lots of of family occasions, communions being postponed and cancelled numerous times. So everybody wants Christmas to go ahead. And if we make these decisions now and we implement them quickly and we all get behind it, then we'll be able to look forward to, to spending Christmas with mm. our family and friends. Uh, we all want the, the extracurricular activities to continue going ahead because they're really important for a child's mental health. You know, being able to, to play the football, to go to gymnastics, to go to piano, acting classes, all of those things, they're so important. And not all of those activities happen outdoors. So any children that have been competing in those activities, you know, indoors, some of them have already been wearing masks and are happy to do so just so that they can continue participating. And um, mm. that's also really important. But I think parents are are hitting a burnout stage. We're, yeah. we're at this now almost two years. And, you know, really, we, we all thought we'd be much further ahead, you know, that the pandemic would be behind us not that we'd be heading into a fifth wave. So um, anything that we can do to try and mitigate the spread of, of COVID, you know, in terms of mm. social distancing, mask wearing, vaccinations. Yeah, I was um, just going to ask you about that, Laura. What's the feeling, do you think, among parents about vaccinations of the 5 to 11-year-olds? I think anybody who has an older child who's had the the, the 12 plus vaccine um, will be happy for their younger children to get the vaccine because they've seen it work. They've seen it being effective. They know that um, somebody who gets vaccinated, even if they do contract COVID, that it'll be a much milder form. And I think the worry out there with this new South African variant that um, seems to have more uh, variations of the protein spike, making it even more resistant to vaccines and more um, deadly to uh, to people who contract it that you know they'll want to put do everything they can to um, to try and prevent their child being affected by it I think that at the moment the issue is lack of information so we don't know how many children have been tested we we you know that information isn't in the public domain it's only starting to come out now um, in terms of the effectiveness of this vaccine what um, what is the dosage amount mm. um, and what are the likely long-term effects um, on a child particularly I know parents are worried about uh, the reproduction system um, and the effectiveness of or, or what effect that might have on that. I think that, you know, obviously we can't prove that because we haven't got a long a longitudinal study. Um, however, um, so far there hasn't been any adverse effects in that regard amongst adults. The children will be getting a dose um, of one third of what the adults That's are right. taking. The, the effectiveness of this vaccine is just over 90% and the the adverse effects in terms of immediately after the vaccine are the same as what you would get with the free free flu vaccine shot, which are, yeah. you know, headaches, you know, soreness in the, in the injection area, um, maybe a bit of a temperature, um, a, a slight cold. But these are minor when you compare what it might be Absolutely. for a child to, oh. to contract the virus. Itself. And let, let, let alone the, the dangers of, of long COVID. Laura, thank you. Laura Erskine from Baby Doc Club. 
Quartz 96 FM. Hi, I'm Daniel, founder of Pretty Litter. Did you know cats tend to hide symptoms of sickness and pain? I learned this the hard way after losing my cat, Gingy. So I created Pretty Litter, a health monitoring litter that helps detect early signs of illness by changing colors, saving you money and potentially your cat's life. Pretty Litter is veterinary and developed, and it's the easiest way to keep tabs on your fur baby's health right at home. Go to prettylitter.com and use code ACAST for 20% off your first order and a free cat toy. Terms and conditions apply. See site for details. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. And if you have a lot of mailing to do, stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. It streamlines your processes to make your business more efficient, which makes you less busy. Mail checks, invoices, legal documents, and everything you need to keep your business running with Stamps.com. Seamlessly connect with every major marketplace and shopping cart. Schedule package pickups and see your cheapest and fastest shipping options from different carriers. With rates up to 89% off USPS and UPS rates. And with the Stamps.com mobile app, you can take care of mailing and shipping wherever you are. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Sign up with code PROGRAM for a 4-week trial, plus free postage and a free digital scale. No long-term commitments or contracts. That's Stamps.com. Code PROGRAM.